0: This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, all three high school football teams pick up big victories. Hello, everyone. My name is Torrance Thunham, and welcome to a weekly podcast. Catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps, along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. Let's start off the show with Bradshaw Mountain football. They snapped a three game losing streak and got back in the win column on the road in Phoenix on Friday night. For the first time since their opening week win against Mika Mountain, the Bradshaw Mountain Bears had both sides of the ball working in a 37-8 win over the Thunderbird Titans. Head coach Bob Young on the show last week praised the defense following the team's 19-3 loss, saying there were big breakthroughs after allowing 36 points and 34 points in the previous two losses. What worked in the previous game continued to work in the win as the team forced four interceptions, a fumble, and only allowed one touchdown, which came late in the fourth quarter when the game was already decided. Here's Young on the performance of the defense. It's two weeks in a row, and I think we found the right combination. We moved some guys around a little bit, and- and uh, we we been struggling, you know, earlier with just giving up big pass plays, and you could see we shored that up, and you know we did that, and you know we uh, we're pretty tight against the run. Bradshaw shut down a team that came into the game on a three-game winning streak, having scored more than 50 points in each. They made a statement early, with one of the interceptions coming on the first play of the game, as senior Malachi Stevenson picked the ball off and ran it back 21 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, that jump start As we wanted to get off to a quick start and just to see something like that that gives you a lot of momentum to start the game. Two other interceptions belonged to senior Joel Dean. Here's what he had to say after the game. I think we were just being aggressive on the line and really not letting them
1: get into our heads. I mean they started talking a little bit but we just kept our own way and just started being really physical with them and they couldn't handle it.
0: The offense meanwhile returned to form. After only being held to three points in the previous week's loss following games of scoring 22 points and 34 points, respectively. The running game was a big part of that, as the team rushed for 260 yards and scored three of their five touchdowns on the ground. Junior running back Gabriel Ricketts entered the game having the second-most rushing yards in the 4A Grand Canyon region and the 12th-most overall in the conference. He added more than 150 yards to the total in the win, passing the 500-yard mark for the season, while scoring two of Bradshaw Mountain's three rushing touchdowns. Here's Ricketts on what was key for the ground attack. Our offensive linemen, that's that's where it starts. You know, when they do their job, we're going to be running up and down the field all game. Another item of note from the game is senior Tanner Mitchell nailed a 45-yard field goal that put the Bears up 10-0 in the first quarter. Bradshaw Mountain improves their record to 2-3 overall, headed into an important region schedule that gets underway this week with a road game at Mingus kickoff at 7 p.m. Mingus is 4-1 and overall with shutout wins in their last two games, a 4-0 win against Washington, and a 34 nothing win against Deer Valley. We'll recap another weird game for the Badgers coming up, but first, they say failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And well, we know what's coming. That's right, winter. Can your heater handle it? schedule your fall tune-up today with yavapai plumbing and heating you can find all the information you need to know at ypeinc.com that's ypeinc.com welcome back to the show thanks for giving this podcast a listen the prescott badgers got their second straight win beating Sierra Linda on Friday and, technically Saturday, 44-20. It was another weird game for Prescott, as lighting issues at Bill Shepard Field made an appearance again, as the game was actually postponed just before halftime on Friday night to Saturday afternoon due to a portion of the stadium's lights going off. The postponement came at an important time, as it was tied 20-20 marks the second mid-game postponement for Prescott after a game against Glendale earlier this year was forced to Saturday due to a storm. Here's head coach Cody Collette on the delay.
1: We definitely made some adjustments. There were some things we had to do and that probably uh, benefited us no question. Uh, yeah we've had more stuff happen uh, in three four weeks and I think I've seen in 23 years of coaching and Uh, Coach Kirsting, our offensive coordinator, has been doing it 40 years, and uh, he hasn't seen anything like it either. So hopefully the next time we're at home, we can uh, just get the whole ball game in. That'd be nice.
0: It was another dominating effort for senior running back Cody Leopold, rushing for 191 yards on 24 carries and scoring five touchdowns.
1: He's just an absolute stud, um, and he just brings it every single week. And it seems like the the bigger the game, the better the competition, the better he is. So uh, it's been a real treat. He became our leading rusher all time. And he's got 16 touchdowns in five weeks, which is pretty dang good, too, and, and 10 tackles a game as well. He's, he's unquestionably, to me, one of the best players on the state.
0: Four players combined to rush for 356 yards in the game. Another big play of note was running back Maurier Norris connecting on a pass with Jake Hilton for a 70 yard touchdown. The Badgers are now 4 and 1 as region play gets underway on Friday with a road matchup against the Flagstaff Eagles kickoff is 7
1: p.m our our guys know this the grand canyon region every single week is a dogfight. All, all every game in the grand canyon region will be uh fiercely contested and very competitive and, and we're aware of that going to flagstaff to play in the dome um every single week will be it will will be a close hard fought game so our guys understand that i think we've gone through uh plenty of grand canyon region games always been very competitive and we're excited to play uh, all our traditional rivalry type schools, uh, the Grand Canyon region is, with all the region realignment and the moves and things that have been made, it's been kind of cool that the Grand Canyon region has largely stayed intact and uh, maintained games that have been, I, mean, I think Flag, Flagstaff and Prescott have been playing since the 1920s, so uh, cool to, uh, to be a part of rivalries and, and games that have been going along that long.
0: Flagstaff is 2-3 overall and beat Washington 51-28 last week. Switching over to Cougar Country Football, the Chino Valley Cougars broke their two-game losing streak as they beat Parker in double overtime, 36-34. Sophomore quarterback Ben Seibel completed 19 of 27 passes for 244 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Senior Ashton Lofton had 91 receiving yards and a touchdown. Senior Johnny Parrish also had a good game rushing for 117 yards on 18 carries and scoring three touchdowns. At 3-4 overall and 1-2 in region play, the Cougars hit the road for a matchup with Mojave on Friday at 7 p.m. Mojave so far this year is 3-3, but 3-0 in region play. They beat River Valley last week 43-0. Now it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. Keeping with Chino Valley, the Chino Valley girls soccer team picked up a couple of wins last week, beating Paige 3-0 and Blue Ridge 6-0. Senior Caitlin Roskoff had three goals in the victory against Blue Ridge. With a record of 9-1 overall and 3-1 in the region, they end the regular season at home on Thursday against Red Rock at 5 p.m. The boys soccer team, meanwhile, last week beat North Valley Christian Academy 3-0 and tied with Blue Ridge 1-1. At 8-0 and 1 overall and 3-0 in the region, They play Page on the Road Tuesday and host Red Rock at 7 p.m. on Thursday. The girls volleyball team struggled last week, losing 3-0 to both Scottsdale Christian Academy and Fountain Hills. They have now dropped four straight games and are at 5-8 overall and 2-5 in the region. The team looks to right the ship as they host Borgade Catholic on Tuesday and Wickenburg on Thursday. Both games start at 6 p.m. Going across town to Bradshaw Mountain High School, the girls volleyball team won both their games last week, 3-2 against Lee Williams and 3-0 against Mojave. The team is 8-4 overall and 6-1 in the region. They played Mingus Union at home on Monday night. Now on to Prescott High School, the girls badminton team continued their perfect season last week with 9-0 wins over Saguaro and Shadow Mountain. The team improved to 12-0 overall and 7-0 in the section. They played the Arizona College Prep Knights at home on Monday night. The girls volleyball team lost their game last week to Mingus, 3-2. Senior Kelsey Clough led the team in kills with 12 in the loss. The team fell to one 11 overall and one six in the region. They hosted Mojave on Monday night. The Prescott Badgers boys and girls swim teams have a meet on Thursday against Gilbert Christian and Sedona Red Rock in Sedona before participating in the Craig Cummins Invitational this weekend in Mesa. Switching over to Collegiate Sports now, starting off with Yavapai College, the Rough Riders men's soccer team beat number 7 ranked Arizona Western 2-1 and tied number 5 ranked Pima 1-1 one one last week. Ian Topet scored the lone goal in the tie against Pima on the road Saturday evening. At 7-2-1 overall and 5-1-1 one one in the conference, the Rough Riders hit the road for a match against Glendale on Tuesday before hosting number 3 ranked Phoenix on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. at Ken Lindley Field. The women's soccer team, meanwhile, lost both of their games last week: two to one to number 15-ranked Arizona Western and four nothing to number three-ranked Pima. At seven and six overall and six and two in the conference, they also hit the road to play Glendale on Tuesday and host number two-ranked Phoenix on Saturday at 6 p.m. at Ken Lindley Field. The women's volleyball team also struggled, dropping both their games to Arizona Western over the weekend: three nothing and three one. They fall to 4-11 overall and 2-5 in the conference as they get set to host Eastern Arizona on Wednesday and Scottsdale on Friday. Both matches start at 7 p.m. Ending the whip around with the Embry-Riddle Eagles, the men's soccer team won both their games last week, beating Park Gilbert 5-0 and Providence Christian 9-0 to improve to 11-2-1 overall and 8-0 in the conference. In the win against Providence Christian, five different players scored goals led by Paul Fulp, who had three goals. They hit the road this week for games against Cal Maritime and UC Merced. The women's soccer team also had a good week, beating Park Gilbert 3-0 and Providence Christian 7-0. Ray Yoshioka and Jamie Black each had two goals in the win against Providence Christian. They are also on the road this week for games against Cal Maritime and UC Merced, looking to keep their good season going with a record of 11-1 overall and 8-0 in the conference. The Eagles women's volleyball team won 2 and lost 3 last week, earning wins against Simpson and Pacific Union, but losing to UC Merced, Park Gilbert, and Benedictine Mesa. Their record stands at 8-10 overall and 5-5 in conference play, as they go on the road this week for games against Westcliff, St. Catherine, and Providence Christian. The Eagles men's and women's cross-country teams also have a meet on Saturday in California as part of the UC Riverside Highlander Invitational. Before we conclude another week of the show, I'd like to give my thoughts on state sports. And yet again, we are looking at another home loss for the Arizona Cardinals as they get closer and closer to not sending the home fans happy in a full 365-day calendar year. Nobody really thought the Cardinals would beat the undefeated Eagles, well, except me who gave them a chance thinking it was a trap week before the Birds from Philly take on the Cowboys next Sunday night. They almost did upset them but the usual mistakes showed up. The Cardinals offense was nowhere to be found in the first quarter, Kyler didn't start using his legs as a weapon until after halftime, and that last minute of the game where Kyler thought he had a first down but didn't and spiked the ball, which led to fourth down, which led to a missed field goal, and that was brutal. I will say this, the Cardinals for the most part at least showed heart in this loss at home, so that's improvement but it's not enough to entice fans who are sick of watching this team lose at home to come out and spend another Sunday watching them. They need to turn it around and start winning at home because the division isn't going anywhere. The Rams are not as good as they were last year, I have doubts about the 49ers, and the Seahawks are playing above their ability right now, but it does look like Seattle got rid of Russell Wilson at the right time. The division is surprisingly still there for the Cardinals to take, and they may just survive until DeAndre Hopkins comes back after this week. But one thing they need to do above all else is find a way to win at home. I did have one thought, though. Did the Cardinals play well on Sunday because the Eagles fans invaded State Farm Stadium and made it feel like a road game? Maybe. That's all for this week's podcast. Next week on the show, we'll recap the road games for Prescott, Bradshaw Mountain, and Chino Valley before previewing the big rivalry game between Prescott and Bradshaw with special guests, voice of the Prescott High School Badgers, John Russ, and voice of the Bradshaw Mountain Bears, Matt Showalter. I'm Torn Stunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Last Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.